It's 24-hour sports, morning, noon, and night, here on 1460 KXNO. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, 11 o'clock hour, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Trent and I take you up until noon. Still to come, Wade Looking, Bill. As well as some uh, Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com on uh, MLB. The portions of the program brought to us by our friends at FullerDental.net. Stephen Fuller, my dentist, two locations for those of you new to the area or moved perhaps from the west side of town to eastern Polk County. Or it's time for a new dentist. Been so long since you've been there, you have no idea what your dentist was. Uh, if you're looking for a new one, I highly recommend my guy, Dr. Stephen Fuller. Here's the locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. FullerDental.net for uh, the services, uh, all that they do, FullerDental.net. All right, Trent Cotton, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this, but it is a part of a lot of people's Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and that is the uh, Sunday morning countdown on ESPN, and it looks as though that the worldwide leader is uh, shaking things up over there. Charles Woodson apparently is out at ESPN. A um, little bit surprised by I that. I didn't mind him. I, I like Woodson. Yep. They also do the, they do the Monday Night Football as well, mm-hmm. the pregame stuff there. I thought him and Randy Moss had great chemistry. But apparently they are going to significantly change their morning show. And to be determined, who else is part of the change-up, if you will? So who is it? It's Sam Ponder. Yes. It is Rex Ryan. Mm-hmm. It is... Matt Hasselback, Randy Moss, and Charles Woods. Oh, Steve Young does Mondays, but Monday I don't nights. think he does Sundays. Does he? I don't think he does. I I, to be honest, I used to watch Sunday NFL Countdown on ESPN a lot. Mm-hmm. I haven't the last few years. I think a lot of it has to do with having a toddler in the house. Yeah, sure. you got to kind of condense that window, mm-hmm. and the window's for football. Right. So I used to love pregame shows. I don't watch them much anymore. Well, I didn't up until for whatever reason. About Which I always th- found odd. Yeah. I said, you know what? Midway through the season, I started watching them more. And, I, and this would be the one I would watch. I was, I don't know. I'm not into the uh, the Fox uh, mm-hmm. one. The, the, likewise, the CBS. But I, I didn't mind this, this cast that they assembled at ESPN. Uh, do you think Randy Moss survives this? I hope so, because Randy Moss out of that group is my favorite. Well, another guy you didn't mention, Lewis Riddick, is also a part of it. Yeah, but not not in a—he doesn't get a chair on the set. They they go to him, yes. like they go to Mortensen yep. uh, and Schefter, Schefter yep. uh, for the breaking news, and they go around all the stadium. Yeah, Lewis Riddick is terrific. He is unbelievably good. Do, if he's going to take a job in the NFL and every year his name comes up— mm-hmm. Please don't do it until after the draft, <laughs> right? Because he's so good. He is. He's. Oh. You know, there was a there was a, and I think it might have been more of a sports media kind of cry for him to get the Monday Night Football booth. It would be the different. Booth. It would have been different when they were looking at what they were going to mm-hmm. do. And Jason Winden was first bandied about. Boy, yep. he had a tough year, didn't he? Lewis Riddick. You you know, going back to that time a year ago, I was a proponent of Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been fun. Interesting, something different in the Monday Night Football booth as opposed to what we were served up. And I was just, I, I like Woodson. Woodson's good. Yeah. Well, he says, he said apparently on his Instagram account that he'll see you somewhere next, uh, see you next season somewhere. Stay tuned. So we'll see. I'm with you. Um, but he'll get gobbled up. 
I think so. I, I I don't know the ratings. I don't know uh, where mm-hmm. where ES was. It's a long show, Trent. It's three long, hours. Three hours, and the NFL Network, of course, they've got the, some competition over there. They're on first thing in the morning, and then eleven o'clock in the morning, both CBS and Fox, uh, they joined the fray. So we've got four pregame shows that are. Competing. You can find more than that too. I mean, there's the fantasy one on ESPN two. Mm-hmm. CBS Sports Network, I believe, has something two in the morning. So mm-hmm. I'm sure NBCSN probably has something. I mean, you want to dig, you're going to find stuff. Well, well, didn't uh, no? I'm thinking of I'm thinking of when Aaron Andrews left ESPN. They tried to. Uh, jumpstart a college Saturday. Remember, not yes. just to compete against game day. Well, that's what you're doing. Yes. Um, wasn't much of a fight. It was a non-starter. It really and truly was. Kind of like me going up against Williams and Peterson in the <laughs> afternoon. That was unfair. <laughs> Stop the fight. Really? <laughs> that was over early. One other NFL note, another one that we forgot to hit on. And what I said, Matt Coleman, about Texas, yeah. wasn't him. It was no the, Coleman played last night. Played very he, well. He did. No, I was thinking of the kid that had cancer, though Andrew Jones. Oh yes, because yes. I said good to see him back on the floor. Okay, for whatever reason, those two molded into my mind into one guy. But yeah, Andrew Jones is who I was thinking. Okay, about. I did. Though really. Coleman is really good. No, he had a good. Yeah, him and Wigington, old former teammates. But as I was able to get just a couple minutes of the pregame of the NFL Super Bowl Sunday, mm-hmm. you, you know, was, only saw a couple of minutes. Yeah, oh, I turned TV on at noon. Again, toddler, yeah, puppy know. dog pals. I don't have those. Yeah, you know who is unbelievably good on the pregame show. All right, so let me think. CBS's pregame show, mm-hmm. and not just their their group. Not Sims, right? Boomer, Burleson's pretty good. That's who it is. Yeah, Burleson. Yeah, Nate Burleson. Every time I mm-hmm. see him, and it's not often, mm-hmm. but when I do, I always think he's really good. Yeah, and he's a guy that could be Michael Strahan. Yeah. He could be, well, Tiki Barber tried to be. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out very well right. for Tiki, but nope. he's that kind of talent. He's really good. I'm, I'm with you. The only thing that I had a problem with him, and, and maybe he's right, and, and maybe this is a me thing, he was uh, he made a strong case after the game that Julian Edelman one day will find his way in Canton. There was a lot of that out there. Especially, I mean, look, at the latest is always the greatest. No doubt. And he had a spectacular Super Bowl and was rewarded with the MVP. But is he a Hall of Famer? He isn't in my mind, but you look at the playoff numbers, mm-hmm. and there's been plenty of guys, regardless of the Hall of Fame, regardless of the sport you're talking about, Hall of Fame, that get in on playoff accomplishments. Yeah. Julian Edelman has the most catches all time in the playoffs, has maybe the most yards all time in the playoffs. Mm. I mean, that's where that's going to be the base of his his argument, right? Right. Is there. It's Lynn what Swans, he did. I think Lynn Swan's one of those guys that more that uh, that got in based on playoffs as much as anything, if memory serves with him. Joe Willie Namath. Joe Willie Namath. Yeah. One game. It was a hell of a game. It was a hell of a game. You know, the, the, the piece of footage, you see it every year around the Super Bowl, him sitting around the pool. You know, in, in, his, in, his, in his swimming trunks. Yep. Surrounded by the media. Right, that's the axis. I mean, he, there was no media day. There was no specified times that you would have to show up. He's out in the hotel pool. The media found their way to what hotel the Jets were staying at, and they caught him at the pool, and they surrounded him, and they just talked. That never happens today. What a different world. It really, and the reporters are smoking. Yep. You know? Got their heaters, Got maybe their a drink. Heaters. Yeah, uh, wild stuff. Uh, but back to Edelman, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but to your point, Nate Burleson's really good. Like like him. Who else do you like as NFL commentators? Any other guys that jump out to you? 
Well, Romo. But you mean like pregame guys? My mom, I learned because yeah. I got a text. Yeah. My mom hates Tony Romo. Why? Because she tells him what plays or tells her what play is coming. She his she voice. She called him a know-it-all. Well, he is a know-it-all. Well, that's what I said too. So I, I guess the approval rating is not a hundred percent. My Would, mom um, not a fan. Is there somebody you want to see take that job? I mean, oh. I guess ESPN is going to bring back Booger and Tessator yep. and, and Witten. They have right. said that they're coming back. Right or wrong, they're coming back. Mm-hmm. There's one guy out there that I think is, and I don't know how he could, I don't know how, where he would fit this in on his busy schedule. And he would have to take a significant cut in pay, I would think, from all the other gigs he's got going right now. But don't you want Peyton Manning to do a game? I do, desperately. I think that'd be enjoyable. Oh, my. Trent, yeah. That ESPN.com uh, piece he does, have you watched that? Where he breaks down no. a quarterback's play? It's They give you about two minutes, and I think it's, Maybe it's part of ESPN Plus. Okay. Which, by the way, the numbers on ESPN Plus, they increased their subscriptions by a million within a couple of month time period. They had a big fight on ESPN Plus that got 500,000 people to sign up. Now, you can sign up for a one-week free trial, and it didn't say how many of those half a million people that signed up stuck for around. that fight stuck around. But regardless, you get your credit card information. Yeah. We know about The Athletic. That is... That's the way things are going. ESPN Plus, if you're like, eh, I don't know if this will last, I think this is going to last. Well, and, if you and- like, if you want to watch any of the 30 for 30s on demand, that's mm-hmm. really fine. All right, so I don't mind being 60. Some days I kind of do because it's kind of embarrassing. I can watch that on my TV. Yeah. yeah. Right? Is that what I, you can? That ESPN Plus is a TV thing or is it an iPad thing? It's an iPad thing. Ah, now you can, you can put it up onto your screen, but we've had this conversation before. It makes you a little yeah, nervous. Why would you want to buy something if you can't watch it on TV? You can. You just you have to click an extra button or two. You can do it. It's really easy. I promise you. It's really easy. Because I'm th- honestly, I'm thinking about the four nine. It's four ninety nine a 4.99 month. Four ninety nine a month. It's, it's we can get on your TV, and then all mm-hmm. those ESPN Plus games. They're always like, eh. Now you'll have them. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth the money. All right. Uh, we will continue on here. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KX. Now, one thing on Shelby Mass real quick. Yeah. Uh, I want to go to Nebraska just for a second. Um, here's the remainder of their schedule. And Shelby's got them hanging on by their fingernails, right? Well, and one caveat I think you have to put in there. For Nebraska? For Nebraska is. Their two quad one wins? Well, they did it with Copeland. They did. And they don't do it. He's not getting it, it back. This is how they're going to be evaluated, what they've been without Copeland. Yeah. I don't think they're close to the bracket I, right I now. Know. They still have to play Purdue twice. That's they still have to play Michigan. They have to play Michigan State. They've got to play Minnesota, who's not bad. And, of course, they end the season against Iowa. If you're looking for a couple of wins on that schedule, maybe home to Northwestern, maybe at Penn State, but that game is on the road. I don't know if that's going their way. This is not an NCAA tournament It's not an NCAA tournament team, Trent. And boy, oh boy, they sure looked like they were going to be in earlier in the year when they had it going. And they did for a while. They did. Uh, We'll take a timeout. You know what started this kind of slide for their season? That two-point loss in Maryland. It was right before the Iowa game. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Iowa was coming off a loss. Nebraska got beat on the road by Maryland. We didn't know what Maryland was going to be. We hadn't seen Jalen Smith play yet, the freshman who filled it up again last night. We knew Fernando was pretty good. But that really started on that night, uh, uh, that that road trip to Maryland against the Terps. They haven't been the same team since.
they are not even close to the same team. I put a red X through them. It's over. And it's over for Tim Miles. It's over for Tim Miles. Should it be? Yeah. It's Nebraska. They yeah. never won a tournament yeah, game Yeah, but it's, he's not Moose Guy, though. He's not his guy. No. AD's going to come in. He's going to get... I don't know whose guy's going to be, but... Um, look, they got a... a Washington brand- State. Tony, uh, can he get Tony Bennett? No. Pay Tony Bennett... No. Seven, no. eight million dollars a year? No, you fill no, the no. building. Well, they fill the building now. You get BTM money. They they can mm-hmm. afford it. Mm-hmm. Got to make them say no. He's not coming to Nebraska. I know he's not. Uh, we'll take a time out. We'll continue on. Wade Looking Bill will join the program next. We'll do Iowa, uh, Indiana from Iowa's perspective coming off a massive win last Friday night against Michigan. Can they put it... Can they carry that one over to tonight? Six days ago uh, was the last time we saw this team on the floor. We'll see them tonight at 8 o'clock. Or if you can't see them, you can hear them down the dial from us on 1040 WHO pregame show coming up tonight at 7 with Dolph and Monsieur Hansen. Trent and I continue on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hey guys, it's Williams from the Fanatics. I'm fired up. WWE Monday Night Raw. Coming back to Wells Fargo Arena April 22nd. And we want to see you there. Tickets go on sale this Friday, but we've got them before you can buy them at KXNO.com. I go to these every time. They're in Des Moines. So much fun for the entire family. A couple of friends of Fanatics, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Finn Bauer, all those guys are going to be there. You don't want to miss out. You can get tickets before you can buy them at KXNO.com. Trent Condon here once again for New Leaf Wellness with the new year upon us. Time to get in better health. A lot of different ways that New Leaf Wellness can help you out with just that. New Leaf Wellness, their passion is helping patients enjoy a healthy quality of life, and they can do that with testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, wellness injection therapies, food sensitivity testing, and a whole lot more. If your weight's an issue, you can just go to New Leaf Wellness and take the food sensitivity test and weight loss evaluation. Do that by giving them a call. Free, no obligation consultation at 515-650-1358. Again, 650-1358 at New Leaf Wellness. And coming up, their open house, Thursday, February 21st from 9 until 5 at New Leaf Wellness, located at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. Set up that consultation today at 650-1358 and tell them the TC sent you. Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Springtime is almost here. It's the perfect time to tackle the next job on your list. And AutoZone has the free services to help you do it. Like our free loaner tool program. You can choose from over 100 specialty tools, borrow the one you need, and get the job done right. Got more to do? We've got more for you to do it. And right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic or Full Synthetic High Mileage Motor Oil and an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for $17.99 after a $15 AutoZone gift card by mail. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. Deposit required. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Vision Financial Services, located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll, sales tax reporting, income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain, 
and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit us at yourvisioniowa.com. Paid for by Lose Debts. Are you drowning in debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average a household with at least one credit card struggles with over 10000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. Lose Debts has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over 10000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800-681-5780 now. There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. 800-681-5780. That's 800-681-5780. Again, 800-681-5780. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Springtime is almost here, and it's the perfect time to get more at AutoZone. And getting more out of your car battery starts with Duralast. Duralast batteries are proven tough, so you can always count on a smooth startup. Give yourself peace of mind with Duralast. Proven tough and available only at AutoZone. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. Get in the zone! The 14th Annual Guns and Hoses Charity Hockey Game is coming up February 9th. The event takes place at Buccaneers Arena in Urbandale at 2 o'clock. Your ticket also includes admission to the Des Moines Buccaneers game on Saturday night. This charity event has Des Moines Metro Police and Fire Departments enjoying friendly competition to raise money for Easter Seals of Iowa and Camp Sunnyside. It's the Guns and Hoses Charity Hockey Game February 9th. Get your tickets at BucksHockey.com. KXNO in your pocket with iHeartRadio on your smartphone. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Price time to pay your bills with 1460 KXNO and EKG Golf. Text the keyword TAXI to 200-200 right now for your chance to win $1,000. That's TAXI to 200-200 right now. Message and data rates apply. Let's move on. Wade Looking Bill joins the program, former Hawkeye. Hawks coming off a terrific win over Michigan last Friday night in front of a banged-out, raucous Carver Hawkeye. Can't say that a lot, Wade Looking Bill, but certainly was this past Friday. How are you? Good to talk to you. I'm, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. That, that was a good crowd Friday for once. That's nice Nice to hear, nice to see. No doubt about it. That Friday night, we talked about it. Uh, I think it was very well received. A Friday night game. There's one more coming up a week from Friday. Indiana will pay a visit. Uh, that's an 8 o'clock tip. So uh, this Friday thing seems to be catching on with the league. So speaking of catching on, Luca Garza's season is clearly uh, catching on. He's led the team in scoring five out of the last six games. Boy, what a role he played in that Michigan win, Wade. You know he's he's turning into he, he could be a pro. 
I mean, he's he's the type of kid that, you know, he's 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 not athletic. You know, he dunks twice a year. He, he had one, I think, against he did. Michigan, but yep. he can he can pick and pop for one thing. That that's what basketball is now for bigs. Nobody picks and rolls anymore, unless you catch those lobs. But you pick and pop, and he can knock down the three. But boy, down low, he's just really skilled. That ducking under, he hmm. takes his time. He is turning into a really, really good player. You know, I wanted to talk. I wanted to go back to the the dunk. The bench just exploded when he threw that ball down. Do you remember that? The guys on the oh, bench. Absolutely, that oh, was absolutely. awesome. I'm I'm sure they give him all kinds of grief yeah. about not dunking, but he just puts up twenty five and eight and laughs all the way to the bank. You know, Wade, as you look at a guy like Luca Garza, and I, I'm not here to disparage your athletic ability, but you weren't jumping through the through the gym like some athletes and the way the pick and pop game has developed in college and spreading the floor do you think you could have thrived and and been even more of a score in today's basketball as opposed to when you were playing in the 90s you know maybe a little bit i'm not i'm not 611 though that's the, <laughs> yeah. that's the difference that's my that's my joke is the uh 611 kids go to the nba and go make money in the Six five and a half kids go be pharmaceutical reps. You know, there's a there's just there's just a difference in 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 what your 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 genetic makeup. But you know, when I played, I was I was kind of a small four man. And the way in Tom Davis's system, he again he was kind of ahead of his time. We had that four man trail. They call it the four man. Always took the ball out of bounds. And it was when I was playing it with myself or Matt Bullard, you know, guys like that. That that four man trail. You you take the ball out, get to the point guard, push it up. And then as that secondary break comes, there's that four-man trailing for that kind of elbow-extended three-pointer. And Coach Davis said, hey, you shoot that every time you're open because it's a high-percentage shot. It's in transition. So a little bit of that. But the game is so different. And, you know, I, I got a lot out of what I had and that type of thing. But uh, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. Mm. What was the last time you saw a Coach? Have you spoken with him or seen him lately? Not really, not really. Um, I sat next to him. I guess it was was last year at that Chris Street game at that okay. that Purdue game. Yep. Um, and you know he's a really private guy. Um, I think that's the first game he'd been back to in a long time. Mm. Um, he got there for the game. Um, Iowa got destroyed that first half. Was awful. We had a, not really a great ceremony at halftime, and he left. Um, he, he didn't stay for the second half, and I. It, it, it didn't matter that the that the game was out of hand. It's just that you know that's just not his thing. Right. He did not did not want to be part of that. I think when he first took the job at Iowa back in was that eighty five. Um, one of the one of the points with, with with his contract, and I think it almost caused him not to take the job, was that you have to have you have to appear at so many of these you know, iClub events and things like that. Mm-hmm. And he just did not want to do that. And he kind of fought that. And they said, you know, that's just part of the game now. Um, but he he had to do that. But he just, he's a real private guy. You know, mm-hmm. so I saw him a year and a half ago, and I'll see him this summer at the Chris Street Golf Outing and talk to him for about 90 seconds, and that's about it. You know, I was on the air um, during that era when, when it ended. And that's why I want to where I want to go with you. Do you remember, because it seemed like, 
you know, everybody wanted Coach Davis gone. They wanted a change. And then all of a sudden they had this kind of improbable finish to the season where, you know, everything was – people were feeling good about Iowa basketball again. And I remember taking a whole lot of calls that, you know what, are we doing the right thing type of thing. This is from Hawkeye fans. And, I'm, you know, that's when I say, are we doing the right thing? It's, it's them asking me, is this the right move? Were we premature? You know, are we going to be able to find anybody better? Do you remember how it ended and maybe there was – to me, anyways, I remember as a lot of people had second thoughts wondering if this was the right move. Well, so they, so they stopped recruiting. You know, so Bob Bowles, we had that press conference, you know, that summer and said, hey, this will be coaches last year. So in, in state that year was Nick Collison and Kirk Heinrich. Uh, Kirk had committed well, to Iowa State, yep. had a great summer, ended up going to Kansas. And Nick loved Iowa. He loved Chris Street. Um, I knew Nick's dad, who was the coach at the Catholic school in Fort Dodge when I was growing up. He loved Iowa. Now, I'm not saying that they would have gotten Nick Collison, but they would have had a chance. So recruiting stopped right then. Coaches didn't even do anything that summer. Um, and they just happened to have a lot of good players. You know, I, I think Jared Koch was on that team. He was a second-round pick by the Knicks. Jeff Settles was, was a really good player. Ryan Bowen played for 10 years. Kent McCaws, I think maybe Andre Woolridge. Years kind of run together. I forget so um, it just was something where be careful what you what you wish yeah. for, you know. And I think with Kirk Ferentz, we see a little bit of that. Um, Basketball is different. I think it just turns quicker and more often. But um, it's been twenty years. Talk about twenty years mm-hmm. of you know Iowa basketball just being very mediocre at best. I think Fran had a good run early in the last two or three classes, you know, the seniors this year is Nicholas Bear, who's a walk-on, so no recruits. Um, last year's class was not very good. But then you look at the juniors um, with Moss and Cook and those guys. Those guys are good. Sophomores are good. Freshmen are pretty good. So I think, I hope we've turned the corner with Isle basketball that, hey, this is going to be, you know, a team that's fighting for NCAA bursts every year and even maybe a second weekend type of team. Wade, uh, to tonight in Indiana, road trip to Assembly Hall. We've talked in the past about some of the other buildings. The ghosts of Assembly Hall in Indiana basketball. Tell us about that environment. You know, so it's changed so much. I, I liked playing there. You know, when I played there, I think Indiana won it in, you know, 76. They were perfect. 82 with Isaiah, 87 with Keith Smart. So here I am, late 80s, early 90s. This is a team that had won three titles in the last 15 years. So you got the banners hanging. The The thing I remember most about Indiana is, is the fans are very loud, um, but they're very, very knowledgeable, very professional. You know, some crowds you go to and they're cussing at you and, you know, just being very rude. But Indiana is not that way. But I think with kids nowadays, they don't hardly even know who Bobby Knight was, you know, or is or just, you know, Indiana's been down for a long time. Now, there's still some of that mystique that comes with it, but um, of, of the places to play that are difficult in the Big Ten, probably not in the top three or four, hmm. I don't think. Interesting. Uh, what about, the, you know, we go back to Friday night, and, and yes, and, and I wins the basketball game by 15 and get relatively, 
Uh, low contribution offensively, anyway, from Cook. Moss didn't score in 23 minutes. Bohannon struggled to shoot the basketball. So, you know, three out of the five starters were below their season averages, yet they win the game by 15 points. You have to think that, you know, at least you want to think that those guys are going to be able to, you know, get their offensive numbers back where they were. And that's, that's why I give Iowa a chance to, you know, to, uh, to carry over that Michigan victory from last Friday and, and turn that into a win tonight, Wade. And I hope so. I hope so. You know, Indiana's they're a they're a wounded animal. You know, they need they need three or four wins in a row to even I don't think they're even on the bubble. You know, they're they're not even first four out. They got they got a ways to go. So this is a game where they they say, Hey, the we did the heavy lifting, you know, last game. This is one we gotta get. But that being said, they're banged up. You know, that big kid from Denver, um is it Landry or the Morgan name now? Uh, well, Juwan Morgan's hurt, but the big kid um, has just started playing. A Davis, bit, six ten, yeah, Davis, yep. Deron Davis, or uh, Deron Davis, yep, yep, yep. He's back a little bit, but they're still banged up. Yep. So I think you know I was catching them at a good time. I think it's almost better that they did win. You know, the other week at Michigan State and. You know, I was just gonna come on and keep fighting. Yeah, Davis is a hell. He's a matchup nightmare. This, as you said, he's a big kid. He's he's all his six ten two sixty. He thought about coming out last year. He, he, Did he? He's a pro. He just hasn't been healthy, and yeah, he was a top forty kid. I, I I think he's from Denver, but um, he's a he's a matchup nightmare. But I think Iowa matches up well because that's where Iowa's strong is down low with Cook and yeah and Garza and Ryan Cleaner has been unbelievable oh, the last couple phenomenal. of days. Phenomenal pick and pop and little. Brings a little nastiness to the game. Yep. He's fun to watch. So, you know, you, you mentioned Creed. Would he, you know, would, would you call him maybe, I don't want to say the biggest surprise. I don't think anybody thought that he was going to be able to put the season. He had 15 against Michigan. He was as responsible for that win this past double, Friday. Double. Yeah, double-double, double, 15 yeah. and 10. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, is, I don't want to say it's come out of nowhere because we saw flashes last year, but most improved player maybe on this roster? So I think... I think where I was better this year than the past is they're playing less guys, and that's come mm-hmm. because they're they're redshirting um, the kid from Indiana, uh, yep. Nunji, um, Nunji, and then uh, Cordell Pemsel's hurt. Yep. They, they just can't play those kids, and I think Fran in the past has tried to play nine or ten when they're much better playing seven or eight, and that gives Ryan more minutes. You know, he's getting twenty twenty five minutes um, off the bench where he can come in fresh legs. Again, can can stretch people a little bit, put it on the floor, a couple dribbles, and down low, he's pretty skilled too. He's been fun to watch. Well, we're still waiting for that uh, next out on a limb, Wade Looking Bill. They're going to reel off five straight. Uh, <laughs> maybe you I, probably should quit while you're ahead, huh? You know, no, we never do that, right? right? <laughs> Double uh, down tonight. Tonight's going to be tough. You know, yeah. looking at the schedule, Indiana's fighting. They're 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 fighting to get in because mm-hmm. they think, hey, if we can get healthy get in the tournament, you never know. But I think then look at the schedule. Um, if you want a prediction, I think I think Iowa will see about tonight. It's gonna to be tough. I, I think they win those next four. Just looking at um Northwestern Western, Rutgers, at, Maryland, Rutgers, Indiana. Maryland and IU at home. And then you got a house in the road who's you know they've struggled a little bit yeah, too. Yeah. Um come back and get Indiana. Nebraska's a mess over there. That's too bad. Just yep. I think Miles is is done. But I think it'd be a challenge tonight. But I think they get those next four after that. Great stuff, Wade Looking Bill. We will talk to you plenty of times between that next four games. Thank I you. Appreciate it. it. Anytime. Good to always, talk to you. Always like talking with you guys. Thank, Thank you, Kenny. Wade Looking Bill.
Uh, joining us, former Hawkeyes, we take a look inside the Hawks in Indiana tonight, so mark up the Hoosiers for Wade. I don't want to hear your, prep, your, your call yet. We'll save that okay. for the end. All right. Will you be invested in this game? Are you staying away? Uh, I, I said earlier in the week that this was a stay away for me. Mm-hmm. I fired at it. Did you? You've already played? Yes. You gave the points. We'll find out here in about 20 minutes. <laughs> we will uh, do, switch gears entirely. A lot of baseball conversation. Baseball percolating. After all, pitchers and catchers next week. Yes. Cappy's making his way to Arizona next week. When we have him next Wednesday, brought to us by our friends at Centurion Stone of Iowa, we will do so from spring training. But the rule changes have become a big, big talker here within the, the proposed rule changes, we should say. Uh, become a big talker in the last 24 hours. Matt Snyder, one of our national go-to baseball guys, from CBSSports.com joins the program next. It's Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station 1460 KXNO. Join KXNO shows from your home or office anytime with Alexa. Just say, Alexa, play 1460 KXNO on iHeartRadio. There's no room for quitters on a job site. My MasterForce tools deliver power, performance, and durability that doesn't quit. Tools like my 20-volt cordless hammer drill. The brushless motor technology in that drill gives me up to 30% more power and one and a half times the battery life. Professionals need tools they can rely on. Masterforce Tools, available at Menards. Save 11% on everything now at Menards. Good through February 9th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, you already know we obey the rules to live by. We know that there are no medals for providing outstanding customer service. It's just what you do when your customers are like family. That's why we provide state-of-the-art training for all of our employees. From customer service to routine maintenance and new equipment, you can always count on Golden Rule. And by taking care of our family, we can take better care of yours. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we obey the five rules to live by every single time. We deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Winter has arrived and G&L Clothing has savings to warm you up. Save 25% off all women's winter clothing, jackets, sweatshirts, lined pants, and overalls, and more. 25% off men's G&L branded sweats. 25 to 40% off selected men's jackets and shirts. More savings throughout the store at G&L Clothing. 1801 Ingersoll. Open seven days a week. G&L Clothing. At every Twin Peaks, you'll find wall-to-wall TVs, scratch food, and the signature 29-degree beer served by the best-in-class Twin Peaks girls. Welcome to your new local spot for sports and scenic views. Twin Peaks Valentine's Sweetheart Week, February 8th through 14th, includes a sweetheart costume party with the Twin Peaks girls dressing up all week. And if you love the sweet and tart taste of grapefruit, score a shot of Deep Eddie Ruby Red Vodka for just $2.99 all week long. Twin Peaks eats drinks scenic views listen to what chris said about andro 400 i've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks my son was getting married and when i went for the suit fitting i was a size 48 and when i went back to do the final fitting i was a 44 i have more energy that's for sure i probably lost four inches around my belly i'm 57 and i'm back when i was in my 30s 
Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435.andro400.com. Your Des Moines Buccaneers are in action. Great entertainment, fierce competition, and action-packed excitement. The winning tradition continues. Buccaneer Arena, your home for hockey in Des Moines. It's another exciting Friday night at Buccaneer Arena as the Bucks take on the Waterloo Blackhawks. Honoring tradition today, come out and support your Des Moines Buccaneers this Friday night, February 8th. The Bucks versus Waterloo. Puck drops at 7.05. Tickets at the arena and buckshockey.com. Game, Game on. Game on. It's the Ron Burgundy Podcast. It's the Ron Burgundy Podcast. Guess what? I got a podcast and you don't. Guess what? I got a podcast and you don't. Ron Burgundy Podcast. This is Ron Burgundy reminding you to tune into my new podcast. Brought to you by Charmin Toilet Paper. The best in the biz. It's made by some good guys for some good trips to Dusseldorf, if you know what I mean. Go to the store and pick up a roll. You can't mess this one up. Springtime is almost here, and it's the perfect time to get more at AutoZone. And getting more out of your car battery starts with Duralast. Duralast batteries are proven tough, so you can always count on a smooth startup. Give yourself peace of mind with Duralast. Proven tough and available only at AutoZone. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. Get in the zone. Need SR22 insurance? You've got to check out Coverage Direct. CoverageDirect.com. The 14th annual Guns and Hoses Charity Hockey Game is coming up February 9th. The event takes place at Buccaneers Arena in Urbandale at 2 o'clock. Your ticket also includes admission to the Des Moines Buccaneers game on Saturday night. This charity event has Des Moines Metro Police and Fire Departments enjoying friendly competition to raise money for Easter Seals of Iowa and Camp Sunnyside. It's the Guns and Hoses Charity Hockey Game, February 9th. Get your tickets at BucksHockey.com. Streaming live from coast to coast on iHeartRadio, this is 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Norton Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Final segment on a Thursday tomorrow. We'll do some Hawks. We'll do some Clones. Do some Big 12, go to Vegas inside the numbers. We'll give away some barbecue from Claxons. American Allegiance of Football mm, Derelicts. No. You know what? We should put one of those games in the Claxons. <laughs> <laughs> there is point spreads. Of course there is. Yes. So we'll we'll do that. Uh, we're also going to talk some baseball. Let's do that right now. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. He joins us. Matt Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm all right. Uh 
frustrated, I guess, if we're talking baseball. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe what a terrible offseason. It really has been. So the rule changes, the proposed rule changes, in a second. I like a couple of them. I'm not digging a few of them, but I, but I do want to pick your brain on the, you know, the big ticket items that are still out there. I guess Harper and the Giants may or may not be talking. Padres have been in the mix for Machado, the White Sox. When are these two guys going to sign? And, and who do you think they're eventually going to end up with, Matt? I wish I had a good answer on when. Um, I, we we don't really have any precedent for this. I mean, last year it took some guys a, a long time to sign, but heck, by now you Darvish was signed. Uh, J.D. Martinez, I believe, was around this time. Uh, Jake Arrieta went into March, but that was one guy. And, and none of these guys are 26-year-old super-duper megastars like Bryce Harper and Manny Machado are. And I keep seeing... People, well, oh, owners are wise enough. They're not giving 10-year deals. If Albert Pujols would have signed a 10-year deal when he was 26 years old, it would have been the best contract in baseball history. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a wising up. There's something much bigger going on here. So we're without precedent as such. I, I don't have a good answer on when this is going to happen. I do feel like Scott Boris, along with his client Bryce Harper, are waiting for Manny Machado to sign. And then they're going to say, you've got to top this, whatever deal he signs. Um, other than that, we're, we're just kind of in the dark. I mean, it, a lot of people keep saying Machado to the White Sox is going to be the route. Then that leaves Harper to the Phillies. I feel like Harper would rather be on the Nationals. It, it feels like Manny Machado wants the Yankees, but they don't want to pay that much. It feels like Bryce Harper wants the Cubs, but they're not going to pay anything. Then you've got the Padres slipping in the mix. The Giants talk to Harper. I, I don't think that's going to turn into anything serious. But, man, that's just about all we know. So with all of this, a year ago our conversation at this point in the year was a lot of talk about collusion, about the owners getting together. We're going to depress the, the free agents and, and the money that is out there. Now as we're at year number two of this, is this the new era of baseball and free agency? Is this what we're going yep. to see going forward in your mind? Until they fix something. Uh, and it looks like that's what, what's going on when you talk about these rule changes. Um, you know, I, I think they're getting to the point that they realize the players are going to want to change stuff salary-wise in the collective bargaining agreement, and rightfully so. Um, and so a lot of these rule changes we hear about are stuff that the players were averse to, but it seems like they're going to cave in order to be more correctly compensated. Um, so, unfortunately, I think this is a new normal until things get fixed. And, and I will say, it's a lot more alarming to me this year because last year, at least, we all kind of fell back on it. And I probably said it to you guys, uh, well, there are teams wanting to get under the luxury tax because of Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. Well, now we've got Bryce Harper right. and Manny Machado. <laughs> they're all still staying under. So, it, it, now it's like, okay, well, this is really bad. And we just didn't know the full extent of it until this offseason. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the proposed rule, rule changes, and I guess I, we should start with the the, you know, the pitchers seem to be taking this one in the in the shorts. Whether it's a, a three uh, a three batter minimum for relief pitchers, or the but more so, I think it's the a study that's going to take place regarding lowering of the mound. And yes, there were more. Um, there were fewer balls put in play this year, and I guess that's maybe the big impetus for this rule change. But lowering the mound, something that hasn't been done, I think I saw since 1893, for crying out loud. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Do you think that this one has a chance of going forward? 
I do. Uh, the strikeouts are kind of out of control at this point. There's a lot of them, yep. It, it's easy to for people who like to bemoan, you know you know the, the type, the, the get-off-my-lawn type, who <laughs> like to bemoan today's game, and it right. was so much better back then. You know what? If you look at the stuff these pitchers have nowadays, you're talking about almost every guy rolling off an assembly line in a bullpen throwing high 90s. It didn't used to be that way. And these guys have sliders in the high 80s, too. The stuff that these guys are dealing with is off the charts insane compared to even back in the 1980s and early 1990s. So I think lowering the mound is a good way to kind of compensate for that and get a lot more balls in play. And let's face it, I know we, we joke about the three true, true outcome guys like uh, Chris Davis with a K, the, the good one. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, People who go to games or watch games on TV, the casual fans, mm-hmm. not the hardcore mm-hmm. fans, not the diehard fans, but the casual fans, no balls in play, just strikeouts, walks, and the occasional home run, that's not near as exciting as balls in play and action on the field. Mound was lowered after Bob Gibson, right? In that ridiculous Mound was year. lowered in yeah. 1960, yes. Yeah. But the, the, the distance. Like a 1.12 ERA. Right, yeah. but it went from yeah, 50 yeah. feet. Yeah. To sixty feet or something oh, gotcha. back in the eighteen nineties. But so yes, not the mound, mound the mound was lowered, but oh, the, dis- the distance. Yeah, I yeah. about the yeah. thing. I just didn't yeah. correct yep. you. Being yeah. sure. Well, uh, a <laughs> couple others out there. It got lowered in the sixties. Yes. Yeah. So, Matt, what do you like out of the proposed rule change? What What is the Ken? Yesterday, he gave me the choice of one. You could only choose one. What makes the game better for you and baseball fans in your mind if you only got one choice? I would just go universal DH. I know a lot of NL fans get go nuts about mm-hmm. it, but it, I feel like once we have that and then you go like 30 years later, everybody's going to look back and be like, man, that was really stupid when the two leagues had different rules. Yeah, and it's true. I, I wouldn't care if they took the DH away, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think that there's any way, especially in this climate, that you could convince the Players Association Hey, get rid of the DH because there's a lot of there's a veteran guys, right? Not nearly as many as there used to be, but there's veteran guys still holding onto a job in part due to the DH. So they wouldn't let that happen. Given that, then I would say, okay, just go to universal DH. And a lot of the pushback, and I'm going to write about this later today, that I keep getting on Twitter from people, um, other than the ones that are calling me names and telling me to off myself, uh, would be uh, the people who have this notion that there's still a bunch of Greg Luzinski's. Oh, I don't need to watch a guy who can't feel. Strikes out, yeah. He's an old, fat, washed up. I don't think that it's really used that way anymore. I mean, maybe Nelson Cruz, but he can rake. Mm -hmm. Uh, You'd you'd find a position for him if you had to. But I feel like a lot of the way, and and you're you're kind of in Cubs country. Let's use the Cubs as an example. If the Cubs had a DH, they wouldn't acquire like a Chris Davis type. They would probably DH. Wilson Contreras twice a week to save it, to save him from. I think down the stretch he was really uh, just worn down yep. physically from catching so much. I think they would DH Wilson Contreras twice a week. Schwarber probably once or twice a week. Maybe Rizzo once or twice a week it, to treat it like a day off, but you still keep the bat in the game. Uh, Zobris is getting up there in age. You might DH him once a week. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. You wouldn't go out and get a, an old school 1980s DH. Teams would use their roster depth. You look at the Dodgers, how much flexibility and depth they have. They wouldn't have just a DH. They would have five or six guys that they would shuffle through the DH spot. So I don't think from that perspective, people should be so scared about it. But I do know there's a lot of people who hold 
the NL game near and dear to their hearts. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, honestly, if they let's do it universal, and they're never going to get rid of the DH. I like the National League rules better, but I think that we're probably going to be SOL on that one. Twenty second pitch clown. I have no problem with that. But are we still, Matt? Are we still trying to uh, speed up the game? Is that what maybe as much as anything? Yeah, I know they're trying to get more offense. Maybe you know we we talked about it. They're going to uh, move the move the rubber back. I don't know how far that they would go back, but um, are we still trying? to speed up the game are we still thinking it you know people just don't want to spend three hours at the ballpark i think it's crazy but maybe maybe there's something there i i think it's less to do with the actual time of game and i see a lot of people and i think they're just they're misunderstanding the the pace of play i think that while they do want game times quicker it's less about shaving three or four minutes off a of game time and more about it being more action mm-hmm. and less just standing around doing nothing and more you have something to watch. I think it's so you think about some of the changes there, stuff like a reliever has to be in for three batters. Mm-hmm. That's less about shaving 30 seconds off the game and more about a guy comes in, faces a batter, then you see the, the manager waddle out and make a change, then we go to commercial. Then we come back from commercial. Then you come out and see a guy face a batter. Then you go back to commercial. And it's more about kind of making it more compelling TV than it is shaving a few minutes off the game. One that Ken and I struggled with yesterday, Matt, was the talk of moving the trade deadline up around the All-Star break. Help us out here. What's the justification behind this, trying to move that that trade deadline? Uh, My hunch is it would be that there are definitely more teams in contention and looking to buy, but then if you do that, in theory, then there are fewer teams looking to sell. So I, I don't – maybe they just want it to be like a big event around the All-Star game where you can loop in the trade deadline with the All-Star game. and more. I, I, other than that, I don't know. I, I would be kind of <laughs> lost on that. I, I don't think the trade deadline, personally, I don't think it's really broken. No. Yeah, I'm with you, and I like the, the additions right up until – you know, September the 1st when you have to be part of it, but we'll see. Hey, who in your opinion, um, and I'm going to, I guess, narrow this down and maybe localize it a little bit, air quote, localize it. We think that the, the Cardinals and the Brewers have really had good off season. So Cincinnati Reds, uh, for that matter. Yeah. Uh, the, the, this division's going to be a blast. It, was, it went to 163 games before they settled it last year. We could have a hell of a race here in the National League Central is where I'm going, Matt. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's hard to say it's the best division in baseball because the AL East has two teams who are head and shoulders above everybody, but the AL East also has the Orioles who are atrocious, and the Blue Jays aren't very good. So you could at least say top to bottom it's the best division in baseball. Um, yeah, I, I think the Brewers, I, I do think that they step back a little bit. I just don't think that they can get as many performances out of guys as they did last year. Uh, the Cardinals are probably better, and they won 88 games last year. Um, and it just seems like I do think the Reds are going to be a lot better. 67 wins last year, maybe a mid to high 70s, maybe even 80s. Uh, Pirates aren't very good, but they're not bad. And then you're left with the Cubs, who everybody seems to be kind of down on and sleeping on. They won 95 games last year, and you hop around the diamond. Wilson Contreras can't be any worse than he did in the second half. Uh, Anthony Rizzo went like six weeks without hitting a home run. Chris Bryant played half the season and was hurt when he played. Hugh Darvish was hurt all year. Uh, you could go on and on. The only guys who I think it could be worse is maybe Zobers because he's getting old, maybe Lester because he's getting old, and maybe Javi Baez just had his career year. 
other than that, that team won 95 games, and almost everybody should be better. Final thing for you, Matt Snyder with CBSSports.com joining us on baseball. This is off baseball, though. You're an Indiana grad. They're mm. taking on the <laughs> Iowa Hawkeyes tonight. Big Both teams coming off big victories. Who you got with the Hoosiers and Hawkeyes this evening? I, I tell you, I was really, really excited after Michigan State. I thought they turned they turned the whole season around. Oh, my gosh. Juwan Morgan got hurt in the first half, and they still won, blah, 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 blah. And then Michigan State lost to Illinois and just crushed yeah. my soul. So I, <laughs> I guess I'll go with Iowa until IU shows that, that, that they could sustain what they did at Michigan State. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. We will talk, be talking with you here a whole bunch more than we have been the last few months. Baseball right around the corner. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate what you do for us. Have a good one. Yep, you too. Matt Snyder, cbssports.com. You know, I was thinking yesterday, Trent, um, and I don't think it was a brain cramp or a senior moment. I could not remember the Blue Jays manager for the life of me. Cito Gaston. Well, no, he's long gone. Charlie Montoya. That's news to to me. It was kind of news to me. I mean, I remember when he got it. Yeah. But I remember, you know what I, you know what I, I'm sure you know what I said when he got it, right? Who's that dude? Well, kind of. I just said, I narrowed it down a little bit, shortened it up. Who? Who? Yeah. (laughs) Huh? Do you know who the Twins manager is? I do, and I forgot. Rocco Baldelli. Well, at least he's got a little bit of resume. And maybe Montoya does too, but Baldelli played not too long ago. He did, yeah. Young guy. Yes. And, uh... He's trying to mend some fences. I was reading an article. Oh, really? Byron Buxton, how they basically didn't let him get called up. It's a huge season for him, Trent. Yes. And Sano. And Sano. Yep. If they bounce back, Mm -hmm. they can win that division. If not, they'll be... Can they win that division? Look at the Indians. They lost They've gone back. I agree. I agree. Yep. I mean, 85 might win that division. I don't think it's a stretch. That's going to be a bad division. So as good as the Central is in the National, it's going <laughs> yeah. to be complete opposite in it the American League. It is going league. to be hideous in the American yeah, League. Yeah, you could be right. The National League Central is going to be a rock fight. And and because of that? And the Pirates good? are usually good. Now, I know there's some offshores that do have um, over-unders, win totals out for MLB. Already? The Westgate, I think I heard the 17th they're coming out. Okay. The problem is with the free agency. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're going to put limits on it until Machado mm-hmm. signs, until Harper, gets Harper signs. You have to, don't yeah. you? Uh, Jeremy Hellickson uh, so reminded us on Twitter. One-year deal for him. I think he can make four. With, with the Nats incentives. again? With the Nats again, yes. With I the like Nats that. Again. He had, had a, a nice bounce, year last year. Really nice bounce back for yeah? him. Yeah. And he got hurt, right, at the end? Didn't he get hurt in September? I think so, yeah. I think he did late in the year, too. All right, so let's find out what you're doing tonight. I mean, yes. I know what you're watching tonight, but will you be watching... Uh, with an investment on the are you going to play the game? The number is what? Uh, Indiana is a two-point favorite? Two-point favorite. I fired? At Indiana. At the Hoosiers. Yeah, you, you laid the points. I think that was, look, I think if we go back to last Friday, we both would have thought there's not enough points with Michigan. We saw what happened. Yes, exactly. Uh, and that number opened up low and was bet up to, what, five in the end? I think. Right in that range. I think it yeah, was. it went off five. Mm-hmm. How well, about you? Well, I'm not going to play. Again. But if you had to make one. I would bet Indiana. We're both on the Hoosiers. Yeah, we're both on the Hoosiers. Fade us. Well, look, when we agree, it's usually not very good. They're, they're a different team. Davis getting back in that lineup mm-hmm. was huge, and that went over Michigan State. They they turned their season around. They might have saved their season. I hope the Hawks can spoil it tonight, though. We'll be back tomorrow. Miller and Condon. Murph and Andy next to two Fanatics at four. The rush tomorrow starts it again at 6, 1460 kicks and all.